electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Monday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Final week of Q3. Futures are mixed. NASDAQ looks to be on the losing end of a 10-year yield above 1.5 uh, for the first time since June. Oil's back to three-year highs. A crowded week as we watch for the House votes on infrastructure and three appearances by Fed Chair Powell. Our roadmap begins with continued volatility as the street looks to close out its worst month in nearly a year. Plus, those supply chain woes, well, they're worsening. Goldman is pushing back its recovery assumptions, now forecasting an improving chip supply, not until next year. And pushing pause after the backlash. Facebook says it will reevaluate its work on Instagram for kids at a later date. But we are going to close out uh, the month and the quarter uh, this week, Jim. And it's going to be not busy from a micro standpoint, but a lot to watch still. Yeah, I mean, I think we're losing groups. That's the issue. Uh, housing has been very strong, but we have supply chain issues with housing. That's not going to continue. Uh, that group, I think, can start falling off. Uh, the semiconductors, we are now getting to the point of Micron's reports this week, where people are saying the semiconductor companies have shortages themselves. Now, the most pertinent one that I saw today was uh, in the Nikkei uh, publication, Nikkei Asia, which talked about how key Apple suppliers have to cut back. Why? Because of energy issues in China. And uh, I don't think people are really ready for a Chinese crackdown, David, on energy consumption. Uh, It's happening. Uh, And by the way, there's an energy story globally that we kind of touched on here and there, but we're going to continue to have to because it's not just China. It's obviously energy prices in Europe. Natural gas prices are soaring around the globe, certainly in Asia. Um, They're very happy, those that have the actual fixed price contracts to get our exported LNG uh, at a fixed price because it's going crazy in, in Asia. But your point on, on uh, China, yeah, uh, coal they're trying to actually take down because right. of emissions and trying to actually get a bit better on that side of things. They have terrible air pollution, of course, and carbon overall. And they're, they're starting to have some energy issues. Incredible, because uh, I think there's a lot of people who feel that we're going to talk a lot about this, that China's invincible that China's passed us. A lot of negativeness about the United States. And yet when I listen and read about China, yes, they have a government that could bail out uh, lots of different people. But I do find that the idea that China is all powerful does not jive with the idea that they have to cut energy for Unimicron circuit board maker stops production. I mean, there's a uh, Foxconn shut in Kunshan facility uh, because of electric supply. This is not what we expect. No, and it, it pertains to, in the U.K., for example, uh, the number of just drivers getting fuel to pumps. you got 90% of some of the pumps there dry in the major cities. But nat gas isn't like 
oil where it immediately reflects itself in your in your gas pump. No. Uh, they're building supplies now. And by the way, Goldman takes their Brent forecast to 90 by year end today. Uh, look, I, we're just not producing the way we used to. I mean, if you look at Devin, which has been the hottest stock. And what is Devin doing? Devin is saying, okay, listen, we're not going to overspend anymore. It's run by a real guy, Rick Moncrief. Uh, same thing. Uh, look, when Diamondback Energy signaled that they're going to return money to shareholders, Diamondback, I don't want to call them reckless. I'm going to call them aggressive. Uh, but that was the signal. Look, we're just not producing like we're going to produce. If that's the case, we are going to cut back in production, maybe maybe get on a 9 million barrels. And no one is stepping up. Aramco is paying a $75 billion dividend. They're not stepping up. So we do have the possibility of just all over the place not having enough energy. This Britain uh, shutdown, and we're claiming it's like trucks. but Also, the wind stopped blowing in the North Sea. I know it sounds kind of bizarre to say that, but it's it's, always sunny in Germany. It's true. (laughs) Uh, And so wind production there has, uh, or uh, power production from wind has declined. Uh, And there's the Goldman note. And by the way, Jim, I mean, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You're making the point again. I think it's an important one that these companies that have typically increased and ramped up production, shale production, the Permian, are not doing it. Instead, they're returning capital to shareholders. And and their stocks are going up, which is they care about that. Right. And so Goldman, part of their note is, listen, you know, it's not just about OPEC not ramping up or not ramping up enough, but the shale supply response, they say, just starting. Also, the idea that uh, economic activity has survived the variant in ways yes. that Goldman didn't not forecast. No, right. I mean, I, I think that I have Union Pacific going. Obviously, there's a lot of finger pointing about West Coast port. But what's clear is, is that people are shopping like mad in this country. No one thought that would happen. I mean, Costco, when Costco limits uh, toilet paper again, I mean, it's people at Costco, they're going nuts shopping. So, And then we have an infrastructure bill coming. And wouldn't it be interesting that since we have so many jobs that are unfilled, everywhere you go, help wanted. I, went, I was in Quakertown, uh, Pennsylvania this weekend. If you just walk in to Quakertown, there's, you can get $22, $22. I see it. I mean, manufacturers come in, get $22 an hour. I was, like, going to walk in just for a couple $22 an hour for the take, weekend. Take a shift. Yeah, yeah. Mercy, like the, my wife had me pulling weeds from a pond this weekend. What'd you get paid for that? Nothing, but I offered my stepson a ton of money because it was killing my back. Uh, yeah, there you go. Pulling weeds will do that to you. I have a picture of it. I also have a picture of the emu that we're trying to save. <laughs> Last place called Last Chance Rants. I mean, that doesn't sound positive. I think goats, right? Goats and emus? I'm looking for goats. Yeah, yeah. I, got a, I got a cow herder of a dog. I'm looking for a little something for the dog to do other than bite my ears. But look, I, I do think that we're in some sort of moment where the American people are traveling again. The American people are bullish. But very few people, other than, say, Laura Alber at Williams-Sonoma, have been able to navigate this thing. I mean, the fact that Costco had to buy, you know, hire some ships. Carl, I mean, we are out of control in terms of our consumption, and we just don't have enough stuff to buy uh, it brings us to another Goldman note this morning, and that is on the supply chain. Uh, Goldman says that uh, basically the shortage in chips does appear to be worsening uh, with plant shutdowns in Southeast Asia, leading automakers to cut September production, Jim. They say the vaccination rates are getting better, but nonetheless, um, we push back our assumption for improving supply from the fall to the first half of 22. Yeah, well, I, re- I read it. Jim Farley was uh, on a panel last week, the CEO of Ford. And what, a number that stuck out for me was that Taiwan Semi, which is the largest foundry, only 4%, David, 4% of their 
product is chips for autos because you don't make any money and nothing has changed. Of course, Washington, there's been more meetings about having a foundry. I mean, but Taiwan Semi doesn't want to make $2 chips if it can make right. $20 Right, and the higher chips. margin chips are not, for, are not typically for the auto. Right, so who should make Those the lower? Are- Only a government subsidy. By the way, did you see the government subsidy if, if it goes through this week about for electric cars? In which, in the trillion dollar, in the, yeah. in the, in the small, in, in, small, small, in the infrastructure bill, not the, yeah. I don't know what they well, call like the, 15, the, the bigger bill. You buy one of those. Yeah, no, it is. Although, you, isn't there a union provision there? Included in that, am I? I think well, no unions. It, it, it's got to be right. So that's why Tesla. That's why Musk yes. has uh, been and kind Toyota, of Toyota fighting. Been vocal as yeah. well. Meanwhile, Tesla full bore China. Apparently, yeah. saying this week could be the most critical week Incredible. in deliveries in the company's history. I think that Tesla's stock. I don't know if people have been noticing it, but it just climbs and climbs, and it has been an umbrella for a bunch of stocks, particularly Lucid. Do you see the valuations? of? There's one coming public today uh, that is an auto company, yes, uh, Polestar. Yes. It's being course. valued at $20 billion. Lucid's $41 billion, David. That's right. David, Fisker's only $4.4. 4. What yeah. is that? I don't know. But Lucid, Why is that valued correctly? <laughs> Lucid and Ford are not that far apart. They're oh, only, God. Everyone only compares 14. everything to Ford. Well, well it's, it's I mean, it's worth doing. It's the, bigger than Perhaps Ford. the most iconic uh, automaker, the first one. I mean, you know, why not? By the way, the one that didn't go bankrupt, let's not forget, right. they didn't. They, Probably, have a, you know. they have an EV plan. You know, that they, it's very interesting. They have a Mustang, this Mach-E. It's sold out. I mean, it's like they advertise anyway. I bought a Maverick, which is a mini pickup, about five months ago. I haven't seen it. Still haven't gotten it? No. Yeah. Why advertise they're not advertising Maverick. Well, we talked about yeah, inventory levels at the dealer. There are, are no, there are no, there are no real uh, no. cars available. But this gets back to when is this going to start to have a real impact on economic growth? The supply chain issues, Durable the customers. energy issues around the globe, the uh, worker shortages. I mean, add it all up for me because we, we talk about it. We will continue to. It's now the fourth quarter, just, to, you know, just about there, right? No, look, I was watching Brian Sullivan this morning, and he had started his show by saying it is amazing that the market could be going up. I am beginning to think, Carl, the market has very little to do with the things we talk about. I think, again, the market at 1.5 for the tenure you know, versus just owning the S&P. Sorry, S&P. I just think that money comes in every single week. And it goes into stocks, not bonds, because it would be idiotic to go into bonds. So, Carl, like I, you know, maybe it's not like the S&P does not distinguish between buying Toll Brothers or J.P. Morgan. It just doesn't. It just goes. Uh, you got household net worth in this country at record highs. I know. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, th- there's where else? Where else would you go at this point? I mean, Ether, I suppose. You yeah. can make an argument. I mean, and look, that's before accounting for buybacks. Look, I think you should. I mean, I did a piece that was really kind of sacrilegious. Listen, you got to buy the oils. You got to buy the oils because we have it. We have natural gas. David, we have an abundance of natural yes, Cabot oil and gas. Dave, you want one Cabot oil and gas. We have an enormous amount of natural gas. By the way, that goes to another thing. I mean, what about inflation? This is going to be a very uh, expensive year You're to heat your home. Biggest and propane. So, um, as well, which is connected. Look at that, uh, that gas chart. Yeah, look at that. My Sharif Suki on the visionary who said that one day, I mean, he's doing t- Tellurian, but he was the yes. guy who built, uh, you know, 
He, he built Chenier. Yes, he did. And that's making an absolute fortune because he was charged. This is the price that they were paying to export. Remember, they, we had $3 net gas. Yep. And you, know, you buy this thing and sell it at 16 I mean, that's Right. Now, many of them, when they set up the, the trains, the terminals that actually export, right. they do have long-term contracts with the buyers. Oh, they, before they were much higher rights. That's how you actually yeah. can finance it. Now, if we were there. Because these are huge infrastructure but if, projects. If we were doing our show from there, which it would be kind of cool. Yeah, it would um, be. You know, Shreve Suki invited me to be on the launch of the first one. And then he got fired, so they took that invitation back. Thank you, Carl but Icahn. I, yeah. yeah. But I do think that you would be down there, you would think this country is booming. Instead, you know, Avery Dennison, and those are the factories that I was looking at. Avery Dennison, it's an interesting factory, interesting opportunity. Donnelly, R.R. Donnelly. This is in this Quaker town. I mean, I use this as like anywhere America. Yep. And, you know, it's 22 bucks, And yet they still can't find work. Truck drivers, because they'd cut the number of hours down, uh, they're not able to drive all night anymore, which I think is good. But I do think that everybody has to be paid more. Where's the money going to Well, uh, you got daily cases down almost 20% since the beginning of the month. Uh, you got antivirals on the way. If you listen to Gottlieb, right. you may have kids vaccinated in a matter of days, at least, when Pfizer says they may submit their request. Well, then for maybe approval. people come back to yeah. work. I mean, bus drivers don't want to work if they're over 65 because they're worried about the, they don't feel, a lot of people don't trust the vaccines, David. Well, I do. Oh, well, that's great. That's not, it's not about you. It isn't? No. Okay. That's what my wife says all the time. It's not about you, Jim. Well, you, you, you. you beg to differ with that. <laughs> Do you see well, the picture of the emu I put up? No, no. It's got, it's got a great level of intelligence. And I looked at a pot-bellied pig. They, they understand 435 words, which is really? a lot more than some of the people I know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to look at you. I didn't mean to look right at you when I said that. It's just a chair. After the break, uh, we'll talk some Facebook. As we said, pausing Instagram kids. Adam Masseri on the Today Show this morning. Take a look at the futures. As we said, they're mixed. As we do keep an eye on that 10-year above 1.5 and oil uh, above 75.50. Back in a minute. Every day. Thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shei, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Today, we want to talk about how we're going to put the work on pause. 
I still firmly believe that it's a good thing to build a version of Instagram that's designed to be safe for tweens. But we want to take the time to talk to parents and researchers and safety experts and get to more consensus about how to move forward. Adam Masseri, head of Instagram this morning on the Today Show, talking about the pause on Instagram kids. It's not often that you see the company in any kind of retreat, actually, on Not policy. at all. And I, I want to say that uh, it is entirely possible to look at these guys in a different way, Facebook. Now, we, I talked to Mark Benioff last week, and obviously... Uh, he has a point of view. Yeah, he has a distinct point of view, and it's yeah. quite, uh, quite negative yeah, when he, it comes he, to he's Facebook. He's speaking at a conference that I'm giving this weekend. I don't think he's going to change his view off, off of this. No. But I think that this is a very big change. And why, Carl, it's a very big change because, I mean, they've said that they're ahead on child protection. They have often said that they're ahead, that, they've, that they have detected millions of attacks on children. And for them to do this, uh, I want to I credit them. Now, I know uh, you take your if you're a journalist. It is usual that you never credit Facebook with anything. I still think that Benioff raises good points about power versus truth. That's what Benioff keeps talking about, that it's not a single source of truth and that they're willing to put in a lot of things that are mis- that are really misinformation uh, about vaccines, about the illness. But I, I'm glad that I thought this was good. Do you think it has anything to do with advertisers actually speaking up and saying we have real concerns about placement? I I think that they want to eliminate that as an objection. They want to be able to say, David, you know what they want to be able to say? Look, we are really uh, in your camp. Yeah. Yeah, in your camp. But, you know, what I want to come back to is is the stock price, because as important as Facebook is in terms of the... the uh, social environment of the of the United States or the world, uh, we're here also to sort of talk about the stock. So uh, you're seeing a stock that's up what 28 percent this year, still outperforming the market. Yeah. It has retreated lately. It's no longer a trillion dollar company. Just below that, uh, it had amazingly uh, what was over 50 percent top line. The numbers, top line numbers, were were stunning last quarter. Uh, and as you pointed out many times, it trades at a multiple given that top line growth. That is not expensive by many measures. But what's this going to mean for the stock price, Jim? Is this nothing. going to be a never-ending I mean, sort of... I mean, nothing. You, can't it, you reach, don't think so? I mean, small reach, and medium-sized businesses will continue to, to use it as their way to advertise. You cannot reach people without this. You, if you want to start a business, you have to be on Instagram. Uh, Facebook for the major companies, it, it sells at 25 times earnings. David, I've got to tell you, that is very inexpensive. And so, therefore, you know, people are saying, why do I have to be in uh, other companies when they, they're probably going to make their numbers? They've already lowered numbers to the point where I don't think they have any problem beating them. David, there is no concerted effort by people to avoid not, Instagram. Not to mention uh, no supply chain issues, really, not, since none. your content is Great free point. and yes. not physical. No, right. and remember, so all the chips that are You never hear, by the way, do you ever hear that there's a chip shortage for Amazon or for Facebook or for Alphabet? No, because that's what they make the chips they, for. They could continue to increase their costs by hiring more and more people. To, oh, the to, Amazon to note that the, you got to today? The, that's the part Amazon of the Morgan note? Stanley To note do today. the policing. Yeah. Morgan Stanley, yeah, that was 60 90% cut in the EBITDA because of wage pressure. That's they Amazon, say, yeah. They say Amazon could be range-bound. Do you think they'll ever get a call from Andy Jassy again? I don't know. How's the Giants? A little better than the Jets. 
Not really. Three, oh, and three is zero oh and three. Doesn't matter how you how got there. You score oh, it doesn't really matter. I mean, if you lose, you lose. Well, I think I'd it's rather lose twenty six nothing because that way at least there was nothing at stake. I've never I mean, felt that way as an Eagles fan. You'd have it. Well, it's great that he got beat twenty. Really, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Even if they make it to the skins, so close game. What's the difference? You lose in the Super Bowl or you go zero oh and sixteen. It's the same. You didn't win. <laughs> you have very strange views. The only way I can live as a New York sports fan is believing those things, because otherwise it's hopeless, which it is. It's hopeless. <laughs> That's a really positive attitude yeah, exactly. he has, isn't it? You come to play He's with Denver. Him. He's happy. Uh, we've, we've got you guys our, look good. We got and you had Judy on the bench. You look good, man. Kramer's Mad Dash coming up and the opening bell. Take your, uh, keep your eyes on the pre-market as we'll get the opening bell in nine minutes. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Time for a mad dash as we get ready for uh, an opening bell about uh, six and a half minutes or so uh, from now. Uh, Mike Ron. Remember Terminator 2 Judgment Day? Yes. Okay, so tomorrow's Judgment Day for Mike Ron. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) That, by the way, is an emu. That's a, which I wanted the, to know what they look the, like. The, that's the last that chance. That is one funny-looking we we funny animal. The, the, we were going to adopt uh, probably a pig yeah. or a goat, but this guy's available for anyone who wants. So you or, don't or own him she. yet? No, but oh. they spit, apparently. Yes. And that's the, they eat a lot of like, sleep. And what do they do? What are they known they, for? They are anchors. They're co-anchors. Uh-huh. And they say nicer things than some other co-anchors and are friendly right. and often agree. Got it. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's an ad, an insurance ad, isn't there? It has the oh, emu Liberty, in it? Liberty, yeah, yeah, Liberty. Yeah. And then they add that for Liberty. Uh, all right, okay. we're not talking Liberty in the Mad Dash. No, we're talking Micron. Emu. Yeah, let's go okay. back to that. All right, so listen to me, will you? Um, Danley at City, mm-hmm. who's always loved to talk, uh, he says that the bottom will be in a couple months for Micron. There's a DRAM correction. Ray, Raymond James cut numbers. What, what matters here, David, is, is that they are DRAM and, and they are also Flash. But look at this. This has been bad stock. Yes, it has. And now people are starting to realize it's bad. I thought you liked it. I, I do like it. You still like it? Well, not as much as I like NVIDIA and AMD. Okay, but you've liked those the most of any. You, I would never name my dog Micron. Right. Ever. Well, what do we make of this latest note? Well, no, we just think that... I think this could be like FedEx, where everyone's going to be disappointed. Everyone says the disappointment's coming, then you get disappointed. But then you have to lie. Okay. But not yet. No. Right. What do you think? Want, want to adopt the emu? No. I have no interest in adopting an emu, emu. But you will. Maybe they can pull weeds for you instead of you having to do it. We've got an opening bell coming up. I agree that within a year, I think we will be able to come back to normal life. I don't think that this means that uh, variants will not be continue coming. And I don't think that this means that uh, we should be able to, to live our lives without having immune, without having vaccinations, basically. But um, that's, again, remains to, to be seen. 
Democrats. Pfizer CEO Albert Borla over the weekend on uh, ABC News talking about the prospect of what he called normal life in the year ahead. Uh, one thing, David, that we talked about a bit on Friday uh, when you were out was the continued and, and intensified focus on Merck, Roche yes. and Pfizer on on pill-based uh, therapeutics. Yeah, Gottlieb talked about it this morning as well on his appearance on Squawk Box. Listen, we've been focused on it now for it's almost a year and a half since we did that first interview with Ridgeback Biotherapeutics, of course, you feel it, about the Merck drug, which is molnupiravir, which is in phase three, which may get, let's hope, all of us, phase three trials will look good, emergency approval by, by the end right. of the year. But Dr. Gottlieb was also on the board of, of Pfizer, was very positive on the vaccines. I have Dr. Gottlieb on tonight because of his book, which again, I reiterate, is a must read. If only if you looked at the Oval Office and President Trump, and um, President Trump was not as much of a visionary as many think when it came to this illness. Um, he didn't really believe in masks at all, but maybe that you know, he, he, I think he believed that there's a, um, a level of, uh, it's called masculinity, that was necessary to maintain. Sure, sure. Dr. Gottlieb was talking about a level of life or death, right. so they're really kind of at yep. odds there. Yep. We're going to keep our eye on it. Obviously, it's a huge point of focus. There's the opening bell, by the way. Real-time exchange at CNBC. At the big board, it's Jackson Financial celebrating the recent listing and spinoff from Prudential. At the NASDAQ, it is Progress Software celebrating its 40th anniversary. Oh, really? Progress is interesting company. It's done very well. I so think. will you be watching financials first today or what? Absolutely. I mean, I want to see Goldman go over 400. It had been hit when they made that acquisition. Uh, J.P. Morgan seems to be headed toward 170. It's rather, I, I saw uh, Stephanie Link at a party on Friday. Uh, it, you know, she is on a lot of right? And she, was, she yes. was saying to me, Jim, your chapel trust, it just doesn't have enough financials. doesn't have enough financials. And, of course, it was like kind of a party that really wasn't about the financials. But it got turned into a financial party because of the vociferous way that she thinks we should be buying American Express. Now, I do think that the financials are the group to be bought other than the oils. Because for some reason, the oils, when they go up, people are regarding that as a sign not of limited supply, but of incredible demand. And when interest rates touch 1.5, people are going nuts. Tenure. So then do you wash your hands of Microsoft, which is the worst Dow stock at the moment? Are any of these mega cap tech names? I, they always come back. In the end, when we see the quarters, no one will like bank quarters. <laughs> they won't like them. Although, it, you know, uh, they had the most amazing quarters I think we've ever seen, certainly from companies you can, that, are, that are mature. Uh, I mean, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, Alphabet, those top line numbers, I don't know that we'll ever see growth like that. Certainly not from companies that have been around 10, 20, 30, no, 40 years. Reinvent, reinvent, reinvent. Like, I thought that the But Amazon, the response to those quarters was not that great. No, it wasn't. But when you look at the years, they've been great. Yeah. Years are great. Look at Facebook. Honestly, you mentioned Facebook. I did. It's up 29%. It is. I mean, if Facebook were really troubled. Now, Apple, I think, is totally a function of not being able, perhaps, to make the phone. It, uh, but then there's a note today, and it really bothers me. There's a note about how about what do we look at with Apple? Do we look at... Uh, at the number of bills and how many weeks. That's, that was the typical thing. It was how many weeks before you can get the phone. I mean, if you watch football over the weekend, all you see is if you sign up with one of these companies, David, you get the phone. I That's know. what matters. Yes. That's what matters. 
That is. That's very I important have, component of the G. entire buy decision yeah. right now is the subsidies you get from the carriers. Yeah. My wife is 3G. You can't use her phone. Why does she have 3G? Well, that's what it comes out when you're not in good areas. Oh, I see. Right. I mean, 3G, David, is kind of like a buggy. It is, but you've also got to make sure your carrier this actually, a, in particular a, in rural areas, because you're talking right. here about exactly. the farm. Exactly. That the you, farm. you know, that you're not Bitcoin. getting 5G in a lot that of I bought with Bitcoin that I told my wife. I said, you know what? We're going to drill foil. <laughs> We're close enough. We're going to drill. Well, it's where it all started, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. but that was Wes. Oh. You read the Rockefeller book. I did. I'm telling you, we are close enough. I'm drilling for nat gas. You are? you got you got to get a pipeline that's going to get it out of there, and that's part of the problem. Well, I hadn't thought of that. You really? Mean? You haven't thought about it? You've been talking about it for years, lack of pipelines. Oh, they did. They stopped the Atlantic pipeline. You're right. It could be trapped nat gas. It's Stranded. not going to help you. It's not good. Well, all I can tell you is, is that I am 20 miles from nat gas land, and I don't think that it's that I, I think it's worth drilling. Which, it, what is that one, Marcel? What's, what's Pennsylvania? No, no, no. Uh, it's, just, it's an area near oh, it doesn't. Ha- oh, it doesn't have a name, the shale there? What's formation? Gonna, it, 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 it's Kramer. It's Kramer. <laughs> they think Kramer. <laughs> Drilling in the Kramer, yes. <laughs> the Kramer, David, you wouldn't believe. I wouldn't believe. Yeah, believe me, no. you can drill on the Upper West Side. I'm going to tell you, you don't come up with Jack. Uh, yeah, well, you'll find some stuff, but you don't want any of it. Well, yeah. At $5, I can pipe that stuff myself somewhere. Uh, pretty good host of gainers here, Jim. As we said, a lot of them financial and energy related, but there's some travel in there as well. Uh, some of the airlines, the cruise lines hanging in there. Uh, uh, Fidelity, uh, had, Uri, and Timmy, Uri and Timmer had a great chart overlaying the number of cases against the Goldman Sachs reopening index. And what you saw is a huge swing up when we got the variant, when that arrived. The, the reopening index, the, the lockdown index, I should say, didn't really go anywhere. No. Because we have found ways to live with it. Royal Caribbean, a lot of people felt completely bushwhacked by the $90 uh, offering that they did. Well, you know what? It's 92 now. And uh, I just think that the cru- cruise ships, a lot of people I know are back and they're cruising. And uh, cruising great bargain. And I can't believe it. I mean, they're just like, well, listen, why not? It's safe. Everybody's got to be vaccinated. So it is, uh, if you're on a Norwegian cruise, got to be vaccinated. So I think it's, yeah, it's travel time. Watch American oh, Express. This stock, which was at 160 just a few weeks ago, is a total play wow. on, yeah, I know, on people going out and spending. Small business. David, the small business move is real. Um, why, yeah, I would assume it is. Why would I doubt that it's real? Well, because a lot of people felt small business put out of business, by the Well, small business, I mean, they're facing the same issues that everybody else is. They're facing supply chain issues if yep. they've got something that they've got to get, get here or, and or need a commodity that goes into their final product. They're sure. facing staffing issues. Yes. They're oh, facing my, cost they, yes. issues of all those commodities that they need to buy if, they need to, if that's part of what they're doing. Okay, so how about this, um, Let me ask you something. All right. Yeah. You have younger. So they got to pass along. You have prices. younger kids. Um, not so young anymore, but yeah, younger. All right, well, younger than yours. Yes. Yeah. Why doesn't everyone? I mean, I was at a restaurant, one of my favorite restaurants, and I went in on Sunday. It was closed. Okay. Why staff it? Well, how about this idea? Mm-hmm. How about if you pay people a living wage? Will they not show? I, I think. Now, is that because you're not? You don't want to make as much money. You're afraid of, of how much how much labor makes versus capital. Listen, you're making a good point. That's part of what the what the overall hope has been, hasn't but, it? That we would get wage increases. Yeah, I mean, look, pay people $25 an hour. They're going to show up. Now, $22 a day, you know, at these factories, I don't know. But if you, 
$25. Maybe well, pay him $30 so you don't make as much. You're literally in the restaurant business. So the question is, can you afford as a restaurateur to charge $100 for a steak? Which a lot of restaurants no, are no, saying. No, absolutely not. You can't. No. Uh, you can't charge that for food and can't pay above a certain level before it's not worth it. And that's the problem. Is it worth it? Uh, I, but people aren't. It's not like, David, people going out of business. People are making a decision that they're not going to make a lot of money right now or not make money and stay open. And maybe somehow things will get better. That's what are they waiting for? For things to get better. No, I'm saying will more people come back to work? I mean, well, yes, they will. Where are they? Uh, I don't know. I flew across the country this uh, weekend, and I think, they're in, the, I think they're in the airports. That's <laughs> where I think they are. What, you mean living Mine. in the airports? Yeah. <laughs> Traveling. I don't know. They're everywhere but work. I just, Carl, I got to know. I mean, maybe we're just not, as a country, the longshore people, maybe they're not being paid enough to show up. I mean, you saw that article this weekend. The Port of L.A.? Well, why don't we, you know, and no one will pay them more? I mean, I think we just, this is the wage inflation issue. Maybe we all have to recognize that labor is going to win and capital not. Isn't that what Jay Powell's about in the end? Uh, I think it's totally about changing that pendulum, which has yes. swung only one way for three decades. Right. And by I the mean, way, you are describing jobs where you have to show up. These are not jobs that you can do remotely is what you're describing right. as well. I'm just saying when CEOs are making 40, 50 million and people rank and file are making $18 now, I'm saying that may be over. You're looking more like Lenin every minute here. <laughs> I know you'd have to shave right yeah. here to look like. Lenin. I like it. You're going back to your your roots. I'm still stopped on the street by saying, "I, I, it, it, are you, are you Lenin's? Are you? I, I know you. I know you. you're Lenin's great. You're, and, no, I'm like not related to Lenin. No, you're not more likely Trotsky than Lenin. I love Trotsky. <laughs> Trotsky believed that the workers, but the workers own the means of production. Yes. So therefore, the workers should be paid like right. that. It does take us right back to that Morgan Stanley note. Uh, they take Amazon's target from 4,300 down to 4,100. Uh, yeah. they, they look at the logistics headcount at Amazon, uh, and they are looking at cost per unit up 50 year on year. Look, I think that if you want to know a company that's going to be able to figure out how to not work with a lot of people, it's Amazon. So I think that that note is ill-informed. I think that Amazon has more people thinking about how, not having people than any other firm. So I don't think that you should sell. I saw that people sell on Amazon, and that is crazy. I mean, Amazon has the, the capability of making it so that the factories of the future are not going to have many people. Right. Um, really quick, sort of ancillary to Amazon is uh, media. Uh, Disney, Shang-Chi is now the top grossing film of the pandemic era, surpassing Black Widow, uh, almost $200 million in North America. And then, of course, Netflix, their Tadum. Uh, Event in which they rolled out, I think, seventy new series. Good because uh, we the need new Stranger to watch. Things, the Holy new Emily cow. in Paris. I mean, there's uh, just nothing to watch. It's just your nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now people are going to say oh, that's Kramer's. Talk it's, about Kramer's first world problem. It I'm is just saying, yeah. uh, the the sums being spent on content continue to astound. Uh, there is a question as to how long that can continue, but for now, it's the case. And we I all think know direct to consumer is the key uh, product offering from so many of these companies. 
And, you know, the question really is not, it's, it's are you spending enough? If you're Peacock, which is owned by our uh, uh, parent company, Comcast, are you spending enough? If you're Paramount Plus, are you spending enough? If you're Disney Plus, how much more can you spend? You know why? In part, Apple's now starting to really spend money. I mean, I derided their product offering for some time because there was nothing there. uh, But that's changing. And they are ramping it up. In a big way at Apple, so you have to add that in in terms of the content spend. But how about go back to Disney, David? Yeah, I mean, Bob Chapek said uh, made some comments about dividend and buyback. I mean, frankly, if you're Disney, you don't want this dividend buyback. You want growth, right? And Disney's a growth company. And the stock went down to 171. Right? Well, because he talked about some moderation in growth of subs, right? right. And that, and that again, that's what people, but that is what investors what are most Carl focused on. People going to the movies. They're going a little they, bit. They, yeah. they went either way. My chapel source owns it. Back. Yes. Back in it. Right. Back in it. You're back in Disney. Back in it. Okay. Well, because I love the dual model. The, the dual model. Well, they, oh, you mean. Go, this is the, the AMC the Adam right. Aaron model. Yep. Adam's very bullish, David, on AMC. Yeah, well, we don't talk about ESPN too often. Um, sort of what, how that ends. Well, no, kind I of, think so that to we speak. have to because you know what happens tonight. Tonight the Eagles play? Play the Cowboys. Yeah. How about the reports last week that uh, I think it was the Athletic Gym that said that the NFL prefers Apple as the, uh, as the vendor for the direct ticket? Yeah. Which is really the last major NFL rights package so for you don't think the next go to decade. Amazon. Oh, this is that's been the other report. Is I, that's trying, where we are now. It's yeah. Apple and Amazon. When you think about sort of, I mean, I, I, you know, I finally got the sighted guy, the guy from it's from Mastech Direct TV outsources. I finally got the dish right after missing the first two weeks of the NFL. Now, now I think about my high quality problems, Netflix, first right. the NFL. Right. But I find that if you got Apple, wow. I mean, do you really need a dish? Aren't you on Wi-Fi? You can be on Wi-Fi and do direct. If you're I, I, around. All, it, it, what's interesting is sports rights, uh, if you get those two actively bidding for them, are oh, probably headed even higher, uh, which seems hard to imagine in some way. So but ESPN Dave, obviously has taken them to a very... Does that mean Dave Tepper makes more money? Yes, David Tepper will make more money. And well, that's he good. probably didn't even go into it expecting to make money, any money at all. Not, not at all. Right? That wasn't about not money. Not about that team. Jacksonville, it's just about having fun. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, guys, uh, Spackland, uh, we've had a couple today. We ta- uh, they were on Squawk Box, one of them, uh, the Gores deal. Also, you got yeah. this STRC, this robotics uh, company. Oh, my. I do notice it down uh, about 10%. The, the pipe, uh, it looks like they had very high redemptions. But, again, this goes back to a pet peeve of mine. We don't know. We don't know exactly. Uh, there's rotor acquisition. Yeah, there it is. Uh, we don't know exactly what it was. Um, we only know that the pipe was 220. They raised 260, so you'd have to imagine redemptions were very high. But they said that they didn't need any more cash than what the pipe was providing for them to reach their goals, okay. potentially even free cash flow. Did you notice the journal wrote up the story that I've been doing endless times about day trading and, and, and these names that get high redemption? Really good things about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, they watch TV and then they write the article. That's all right. Let's write that article. It, uh, but it, you know, we've been talking about that no, but, but recent this is phenomenon. A lot of people are talking about it. This, this is one that, yeah, but again. Gary have, Gensler's trying to figure out what to do. Look at Well, JP I still Morgan. come back to this. I'd like to know, you know, when they immediately, when they close a deal and or it starts trading under the, under the name of the company as opposed to the name of the SPAC, what's the redemption rate? Tell us. We have a right to know because it's an important component of overall trading. And, and we're still not getting it. 
We're still not getting it nope. day one. You get it in the 8K and you know, full 8K, but you don't Just get it right away. stick with the oils and stick with the banks, and you won't have to worry. Oils, oils and, banks. and banks. That's it? Oils and banks, David. It's okay. definitely the story of the morning right now, at least, as uh, we do have things like consumer discretionary in the red. But, yeah, energy, financials, industrials for sure. Dow's up almost 190. Let's get to Bob Pisani. Hey, Bob. You don't normally see this, Carl. Dow up 0.5 percent. The S&P down 0.4 percent. As you mentioned, that's because banks and oil are pushing the Dow up. Dow is price weighted. Goldman's $400 having a big day. That's pushing the Dow up. S&P is down because Apple... Microsoft, Cisco, just the name stocks in the Dow Industrials that are tech, are pushing the S&P down because it's market cap weighted. And the market cap where it matters is tech stocks in the, in the S&P. So interesting little index weighting lesson here about how these two indexes are very, very different. Here's the sector. As you see, the nice move up in energy stocks, having a good year overall. Banks finally starting to move in the last few days. They've been sideways for months. Materials is part of the global growth story that's really moving things. So th- this story today is about higher rates and the global recovery. There you see tech lagging, and that's because of the concern about higher rates. We had this movie before, remember, back in January and February. So there's your number one story, higher rates and the global recovery overall. There are some concerns, vague concerns over the weekend. I got these notes, shades of you know 2011 when the uh, S&P downgraded the U.S. Uh, debt rating because of concerns uh, about, uh, about the debt ceiling drama back then. I don't think that's going to happen now, but there are vague concerns still going on. Those supply chain concerns are very, very real. I think Nike was a big story last week and China Evergrande kind of fading a little bit as a major issue. But just take a look here at Nike. Remember, Nike's down about 7% from the earnings uh, that they had. The bulls are continuing, the global bulls are continuing to say, guys, they said business is great. Vietnam is going to come back online. Indonesia is going to come back online. All this is going to go away, probably, but it's taken a lot longer than people had thought even a couple of months ago. So the bulls are right. It is going to come back online. But the bears have been right, too. This has taken a lot, lot longer than people anticipated. You see Nike down here today. Great that oil's breaking out. You know, $75, that's a really important level. We haven't broken out on oil. This would be a major breakout. We haven't been over $75 consistently on oil since 2014, seven years. So this is a very major level for oil right now. And even for energy stocks, energy stocks are still negative compared to seven years ago. If you would have invested in the S&P Energy Index right now, you'd still be down 3 or 4% if you would have bought it in 2014. That's how bad it's been. Now, energy's having a great year this year. It's great to see some of these big uh, exploration production companies like Conoco move up and Occidental. These are great years with the S&P up 18. Even Exxon is up 40 percent. But it's been a long, long, slow road. And as we keep pointing out, nobody owns energy stocks anymore. That's why it's not moving the S&P 500. Why isn't this reflected? Because it was two or three percent of the S&P 500. That's how bad uh, energy got in the S&P. So we keep reminding everybody that what matters is technology. It's 40 percent of the S&P, 27 percent in the index called technology. But communication services is essentially technology as well. So put it together, it's 40 percent. Healthcare, which is a growth sector, that's the other major group. There's consumer discretionary. There's financials. And energy is 3 percent. And folks, 3 percent energy, that's with the rally that we've had. It was 2% a few months ago. So it's wonderful that energy is breaking out. But in a world where everybody owns indexes, Carl, this is a very, very tough situation to watch. You've got to be buying energy stocks. And nobody owns those energy stocks individually, at least not anymore. Maybe it'll start a fad then. Who knows?
energy may make a comeback is individual ownership, but not in the S&P right now. Back to you, Carl. Bob, thanks, uh, Bob Pisani. Take a look at the markets here. Dow now up 215, as uh, Bob was just explaining so well. Uh, there is some impact uh, to the S&P because of technology down about nine and a half. Bond report. See how Treasuries are faring this morning. As we mentioned, uh, the 10-year yield did hit a three-month high at 1.5, first time there since June. We should also mention that uh, Rosengren will retire September 30th. Uh, he did mention in his letter some health issues regarding his kidney disease, but uh, the interim will be the Boston uh, Bank VP, Ken Montgomery. We're back in a minute. The Dow Gainers this morning will tell you pretty much all you need to know. Energy, uh, some industrials, definitely financials, and some travel names. Looking at the gains over the past five days, you got Carnival up 14, uh, Delta up 8, uh, Live Nation up 8. So the reopening play appears to be in focus, although S&P down 11 on some weakness in technology. We'll get stopped trading with Jim in a minute. Jim and stop trading. Yeah, before I just mentioned, we, I said that Facebook, not a lot of resistance. Getting people just emailing me, texting me, saying, be careful, that there is some resistance and that people are cutting back on Facebook ads. I think I have to watch this much more closely than I have. Uh, I'm, I like what Piper has to say about, about Best Buy. They have a number of initiatives that allow you basically to get a guarantee or, you know, Best, a best Buy, uh, a person comes to your house. And a lot of the technology that we have is too difficult. So I like that stock very much. When I've met with the CEO, she's really smart. That stock could go places right here, right now. All right. Yeah, Piper adds to a top idea. Yeah, that's Tom. So Gottlieb tonight. Dr. Gottlieb, and also, can we figure out supply chain with Lance Fritz from Union Pacific? I think we can. Uh, mentioned, uh, you know, I think in a not as complimentary way as he should be this weekend, that basically is one of the problems, not a solution. I think that's dead wrong. Uh, these banks are insane. And the oils, I mean, even range resources going up. So I am, you know, Kramer, what, Remark, it's my name spelled backwards, David. I am, I am getting a, a tractor, and I'm going to find oil in my place or that gas, and I'll let you come. I'll let you come to my place. No, you, you say that on TV, but really, you, you won't let me. Uh, true, I won't. You can go play with the emu. Okay. Next thing you know, old Jim's a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yep, the Bucks County Hillbillies. <laughs> we'll see you tonight, Jim. Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.